and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. <sighs> Hannah, are you okay? What's going on over there? Hannah? I'm so tired. What, what's happened to you? Well, you know we had our engagement photo yeah, shoot How last night. It was amazing, yeah. but definitely like up past my bedtime. It's, what's that for you? It started, well, I try and go to bed at 9, Yeah. maybe 9.30. So the photo shoot started at 7.30 in Chatham. Right. And so by the time we drove home, it was 10 o'clock. It's a trek. It's a bit of a trek. But I'm so excited to see oh. the pictures. Oh, yeah. So where exactly did you do those again? It was Erio Beach. So we went out. There's uh, a lighthouse out there. Yeah. And there was so many seagulls, which was so cool because, yeah. you know, I'm originally from the East Coast. And so the reason we went there is because we wanted a bit of, like, East Coast yeah. vibes in the pictures. Yeah, that's good. On Lake Erie, it, it looks good for that. Although you could have come to my hood in Riverside, they just repainted the top of the lighthouse. Fresh fresh coat of red paint on there. Ooh, Woo, baby. Looking good. There was swans hanging out, but no, that was good. It sounds like uh, what the seagulls really got. That was the best part for you? Yeah, we like <laughs> ran into this cloud of seagulls. So yeah. she got all these photos of seagulls flying around and then we were like kissing with seagulls all around us in a lighthouse. They're about to steal my man. <laughs> We got a text at 10939. Someone's celebrating here because it's Eat Without Guilt Day. That's a thing. Which is fantastic. You know what? As far as I'm concerned. I try and eat without guilt every day. Uh Yeah, well, you do the way that you smack your lips into the microphone every single morning. Poor Johnny. Johnny doesn't eat breakfast. He just comes in with two large coffees. I pack a breakfast every day. By me, I mean my fiance packs me breakfast every day because I'm a spoiled POS. Every day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then I eat it directly into the microphone at 6 a.m. Just why? Mm -hmm. uh, It is without shame. So, I mean, it's a good good day for you if you want to really get into that. Um... Yeah, you actually picked up some pizza for us, so mm. I, we can eat that without guilt today. I'm pretty stoked on that. We're saving that for our video shoot. Johnny and I are shooting a commercial. Yeah. People trust us as broadcast professionals. Uh, Who would have thought? Yeah, I don't know about that idea. But, hey, we could use your help if you have any ideas for, like, what we should do in this promotional commercial thing that we're shooting. So we've got... This is we gotta go. Some slices of Windsor pizza that we're gonna eat. We've yeah. got Verner's. Of course. I'm gonna shotgun one of those bad boys. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. I would pay money to see that right? in commercial. All right. Well, mm-hmm. if you got any ideas for us, 519-792- And without guilt. 6040. Yeah, that's the thing. If you have any, you know, food that you will eat without guilt, like the the most that you've ever eaten of something. Mm. We've been eating without guilt by going to Stop 26, the ice cream place okay. on the East End, because we live so close that we can walk there, but it's still a good, like, 20, 30-minute hike, like, one Each way. way. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. You're working off your ice right? cream while you eat exactly. your ice cream. Exactly. So we literally don't have to feel guilty about yeah. it. Um, and we got someone on the phone, 519-792-6040, you know, so a time that you wish you could eat without guilt, but maybe you did feel a little guilty. What's up? Those little, like, uh, like little um, sausage links, the little ones. Little yeah. sausages. Um, okay. With, like, people put barbecue sauce on them and stuff and throw them in a crock pot. 
Okay. I didn't usually like them, but I just couldn't get enough of them that day, and I ate so many. Uh, I just, I felt really sick all of a sudden, and I ended up losing my lunch. Oh, no. I mean, oh, I just don't understand what lunch. I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even like them in the first place. No. They were just, like, hitting the spot at the moment. It happened. I mean, you're probably talking, like, two packages or no. so, and, you know, what, I, maybe 20 of those in a package, what? maybe. What oh, happened? it was disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about the quantity. Yeah, today I woke up and chose violence in the form of cocktail weenies. That's just, thank you for that. <laughs> that First is our, our vibe. <laughs> Choosing violence over cocktail weenies. Whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9. Virgin Radio. When when was the last time you were at Starbucks? Was it recently? Uh, probably a couple of days ago. Was it in New York? No. Okay, well then you're in the clear. It, it- was on Walker Road. Oh, all right, that makes sense. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. No, it wasn't Hannah. It was Oscar-nominated actor James Cromwell. Okay, so refresh me on who James Cromwell is. Uh, the old guy who's the farmer in Babe. You know, the <laughs> is movie that his with most the pig? famous role? I would say so. I think he's in Green Mile as well. Oh, he's like okay. A, you know, old, tall, thin man. All right. James Cromwell. He super glued himself to the counter of a Starbucks in New York protesting the chain charging extra for plant-based milk, which I guess is a thing that Starbucks does. I don't know if they do that here in, in Canada. I think they do. But yeah. here's the thing. You thought that it was me who super glued myself to a <laughs> countertop at a Starbucks? Well, I don't know. Maybe you feel passionately about this. Maybe. Yeah. So he uh, actually, there's a bit of audio from it here. See how it sounded when that happened. Starbucks stores in the UK and most French stores offer dairy-free milk without additional fee. And Starbucks in several other countries offer at least one dairy-free milk without an extra fee. Starbucks in the U.S. could easily do the same thing. Why can't the world's largest coffee company stop gouging its customers? It can. And the vegan upcharge now. So you can hear in the background that nobody gives a flying F what is going on in this Starbucks. People are literally just chatting away, trying to ignore them and mind their business. And, you know, I understand if you are, you know, you're a vegan and it's like, why should I be penalized for, you know, drinking a a dairy alternative? It's fine. But everyone else in there is just like, dude, it's Monday, man. I'm just trying to get my coffee. Yeah. What are you doing? They're like, this is my one joy in life. Please don't ruin this. Yeah. And they're like, why is the guy who was the farmer in Babe? They probably didn't the know who he was. He yeah. also apparently was in Succession. So I don't watch yeah. Succession, but that's a pretty big show yeah. right now. Ba- Babe is still the one I think that he will be known for for eternity. Babe's and, own James Cromwell. And I bet you anything, if the cops showed up to be like, all right, James, time to move along, he probably dropped this line from the movie. That'll do, Pig. That'll do. Johnny Parks. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Did you see this speech going viral from Prince Charles? No. I don't I don't watch royals things. No, it was like a big thing. It's a speech technically from the Queen about her jube. Okay. The Jubilee. Right. They do a speech. Her jube. 
Uh, so her Madge, uh, she isn't making appearances anymore because she is getting yeah, up there in what? age. 90 what? No. She, I, she might be 98. Yeah. You can double check on that because I'm not 100% positive. She shouldn't be doing anything but chilling with her horses at this point. <laughs> I'm sure she would rather be doing yeah. that. But she wrote a speech and then Prince Charles is delivering this speech. And it's all about the government's top priority, which is to ease the cost of living for families. Mm. The problem is Prince Charles makes this speech in a golden throne in a golden room. No, he doesn't. Okay, take a listen to this. This is So it's Her Majesty's words being relayed through him. Her Majesty's government's priority is to grow and strengthen the economy and help ease the cost of living for families. (laughs) So he's sitting in a golden throne Will level it cuts up out. It's a golden room. People have got like staffs and, and stuff. More yeah. people into work. <laughs> wow. And so people on Twitter, my favorite take says, the optics here are exquisite. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? And one person said, I simply would have made this announcement from any other room right? wearing any other outfit. Wait, what was he wearing? He's in like some sort of military garb and it's got like uh-huh. all kinds of golden medals and golden chains attached to it. Yeah. So they could have done this speech about the cost of living for families Man. in any other place. Yeah. Unless the, the announcement was going to be like, we're going to start auctioning off all of our golden stuff here so that the British taxpayers can get more money. Like, that would be that'd be great. That's You're, the only acceptable alternative. They're putting up their estates on Facebook Marketplace and they're sending the savings <laughs> right back to you. Tana and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. So, Windsor Essex's best, worst advice. And this is pretty serious. This person says, my wife had an emotional affair with a co-worker. I feel it's as bad as physical cheating. She says, you can't control your feelings, and it's over now. You can't control your feelings, but you can control your actions. That's that's very true. Maybe you've been through something like this. You've had to give this kind of advice before. You can text us at 10939. Uh, the full story is, uh, they say, it was short but very intense, according to my wife. It happened over the span of a month where she and her co-worker had gotten really close and had even gone as far as talking about taking a vacation together and joked about having sex. Um, This person says, I read all their messages and it made me want to bleach my eyes. She swears it was all just talk. She was never going to get physical with him. And I found out after she had stopped engaging and and speaking about sexual stuff with him, but they're still friends, uh, says, we've talked a lot about this. I hope we can get past it. We're starting marriage counseling in a week. And my only condition is she has to inform his wife to show me that she's actually devoted to fixing our relationship. But she's against it. She doesn't want to tell the wife. Well, if she wasn't doing anything wrong, why does she not want to tell the wife? Yeah, so I guess this guy's saying... I think 100%. She says it would ruin her reputation to tell the, the person's wife. They're stuck on this. He says, I need advice on how to get past this. Oh. Yikes. That's so hard. It's good that they're trying to get over it and they're going to couples counseling. Yeah, but you think that that, that is an important step for them to... 
to actually be honest with the other person who was involved in in this as well? Yeah. Yeah, to inform the wife. Well, again, you can let us know what you think by texting 10939. Things like that, like, hopefully will prevent anything physical from going down if both partners know about it. Mm-hmm. Then both of them know they're on the hook for that. Someone texted, but you us, shouldn't have to. Yeah, someone texted saying they can't be friends. Like you, you, they can't be friends. So you don't think that that these two people who work together, who were kind of involved in an emotional affair, they should just cut off contact with each other completely? Well, how do you build the trust back with your partner if they're still involved? After that, there. And you just don't know, right? Yeah. Like, you'll never know for sure, I think, is the problem. And, I mean, that Ooh. is, that is, that's like a daily trust exercise that we all experience. Like, you go out into the world, and you're not with your partner. And, like, you know, anything could happen, theoretically. So, like, are you going to spend the rest of your married life to this person just always being like, I don't know what she's doing, you know? I'm always going to be worried that she's out there. Find, seeking comfort like from other people. looking at texts, yeah. like creeping through phones, etc. Yeah. There is like a really interesting relationship between, you know, work wife and work husband. Yeah. It's almost like nobody outside of your workplace understands except for no. the two of you. Yeah, and guess. that's a really kind of like dangerous bubble to be I in. Guess. See, that's the benefit of our situation here is you're literally locked in another room. So there's not there's not really much. For Look, I don't call you my work husband. Yeah. All we do is fight. It's true. I'm like, yeah. please it's stay away more from like, me. It's more like work siblings, if we're being <laughs> exactly. honest. Yeah. Well, let us know what you think about this. Text 10939 or give us a call. 519-792-6040. Is an emotional affair as bad as a physical Anna one? Witherby and Johnny Parks on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Tough one today for asking for a friend. Is emotional cheating just as bad as the physical stuff. Well, here's my opinion, and uh-huh. again, everyone's entitled to their own. Right. A lot of the time, emotional cheating can lead to physical cheating. Well, and that's that's always going to be the worry too, I think, for people. is like, where's the line then? Like you... And somebody who says it was only an emotional affair could just be lying because there's no proof of the physical affair and exactly. say, oh, we never did anything, we just texted, and they could just be flat out lying. Yeah, and in this situation that we were giving for asking for a friend that was the thing they were talking about sexual stuff they said they never did anything but now you know they they, they've ended it apparently this couple is going to marriage counseling and the guy is saying we now need to inform the other party like this co-worker's wife right is also involved with this she still doesn't know right so he's saying before we can move forward you have to tell the wife in this situation and we got a text from calf saying it's not up to her to tell the wife it's up to the friend at work to tell his wife so the guy needs to tell his wife Absolutely. about the emotional affair. Yeah, that's the thing. It shouldn't be on this woman, you know, whatever. She she did her wrong and her part, but it isn't her responsibility it's to inform the Not wife. her relationship this guy to ruin. Needs to do it. It's Absolutely. his responsibility. So it's just wild. Someone else said what you should do is ask the counselor what to do because they are going to be going to marriage counseling. That's so. what everyone should do. Imagine Why that? are you asking us, yeah, so, uh, Johnny and I, when every, you could be asking professional help? Every time I start by saying it's Windsor Essex's best worst <laughs> advice, but uh, no, we always appreciate you. You can call us 519-792-6040. A lot of people want to stay anonymous on this one, but do you think emotional affairs are still cheating? Um, I would not say it was because, I mean, you talk to your guy and girlfriends about that kind of stuff, and, I mean, you could just be trying to figure out how to say something to your spouse mm. by using someone like that to um, talk to. I think it depends on the situation sometimes. Like, I've got I got people in my friend group who, you know, they're, they're all married, but they still... 
They're a little bit suggestive with each other. Interesting. It's like there's like flirting happening. Well, I've done the thing where, you know, you practice sending racy texts to your girlfriends and say, okay. well, how does this sound? And they say, yeah, that sounds great. And then right. you actually send it off. But I don't think you should practice racy texting with someone of the opposite sex that you're attracted yeah. to. That would be. you know what you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm picturing like a guy and- getting caught in sending D pics around and be like, babe, I was just making sure that the lighting was good enough for you. I was getting, <laughs> I was getting her approval. Before I send it to you. My guy friends never know. They don't know about the rule of thirds. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. In the morning. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Okay, this Wither Report is a circus. I don't even know where to start. Doja Cat and Dolly Parton are going to star in a Mexican pizza musical sponsored by Taco Bell. Well, yeah, I'd say that's a good place to start. Yeah. I love everything about that. That's great. Mexican pizza colon the musical (laughs) is premiering May 26th, 8 p.m. our time on TikTok. Okay. So we know that Doja Cat is a big Taco Bell fan. She wrote this song for them in March of this year. Mexican pizza is the pizza for you and me. So maybe this is what we can expect Mexican from pizza the Taco Bell musical. Is the pizza. Yeah, yeah. Quality. Quality songwriting, uh-huh. right? But uh, they did. They brought back Mexican pizza after Doja Cat released that song. I looked it up and it was it was gone maybe like a year and a bit. Year and a half tops. See, I never had it, uh, so I don't even know what's on Mexican pizza. Uh, Mexican pizza. They made a is whole musical about it. it. Must be good. Two crisp pizza shells filled with seasoned beef, hearty beans, and then topped with pizza sauce. A three cheese blend melted to perfection and diced ripe tomatoes. It sounds pretty good. Uh-huh. And people swear by it. The uh, direct name of this musical: Mexican Pizza, the musical, and it's direct quote based on the true story of the internet losing its mind. <laughs> Well, it, I, I guess it was supposed to be coming back out on the 9th, or is it today? I think it might be today. I still don't know if it's in Canada, so I'm yeah. going to try to roll by that Taco Bell on Olet later on. And Someone go see. to Taco Bell. Taco Bell's definitely not open right now. It's 7.30 in the morning. Uh, I don't know. Did they do breakfast at Taco Bell? I don't think they might. so. They do pizza now, That's, You're just giving up on your day as soon as you wake up. I don't think they would let us do that. <laughs> Taco Bell for a nice hearty breakfast. Oh, man. Anyway, keep an eye out for the yeah. Mexican pizza musical sponsored by Taco Bell starring Dolly Parton and Doja Cat. Beautiful. It is May 26th mm-hmm. on TikTok. And there's a new painted crosswalk in Windsor if you want to go check it out. This is apparently the first one ever in Windsor proper because they've done a few painted crosswalks in Amherstburg mm-hmm. and LaSalle Green lit one by the Zares. But this new one is in Ford City. All right. It looks fire. So according to our friend Tam Nguyen from Rare Apparel, this is the first of many mural crosswalk installations across the city. It was created by Julie Hall, and it's located at Welpton and Drulard in Fort City. So they made it as part of the Street Space Initiative, which is led by the city's culture department. You can go show it some love. It's kind of made in a grid pattern. With colors of orange, yellows, gold, with different symbols in the boxes of this grid. So we'll make sure we get some pictures up on our social yeah, media. Looks cool. But I'm so curious as to what the symbols inside the boxes mean. 
I don't know. We need like a a tutorial on this or yeah. a pamphlet. Somebody give us a pamphlet. Yes, we'll have to see. <laughs> we must know. Mm-hmm. And Sasha and Malia Obama were spotted at the airport. They were reunited at LAX. Sasha came to pick up her sis. And if you have a sister, this video is the cutest thing. They're jumping up and down, hugging, reunited, <laughs> dancing. Is that what you did with your sister oh, when your family came to visit? Uh, you know, a couple, what was that, the weekend before last? Two now? weeks ago, yeah. yeah. There's nothing like sister vibes. Oh. And, you know, you're kind of, with the parents, it's good to have the family. But when it's sister on sister, it's a whole new ball game. Yeah, so, sister on sister is a different okay, thing when I look no, it up. Okay, no, stop. Anyways, stop well, making this weird. I, I did. Okay. The best part about this video, the best part of this video, is the paparazzi who's filming it and the questions that he asked. Because he he seems to be from New Zealand, so he has, like, a very, like, friendly-sounding accent. Yeah. He asks Malia only two questions. And of all the things that you could possibly ask somebody, the former president's daughter, the last one seemed particularly out of the blue. Take a listen to this. Can I ask, ask you one quick, easy question? You've lived on the East Coast, now you live on the West Coast. Which is your favorite coast? Which is the best coast? That's all I want to know. So she's ignoring him. That was question number one. No answer. Yeah, which is the best coast, Malia? What's your favorite summer fruit? You got a favorite (laughs) summer fruit? What's your favorite summer fruit? What's happening? Like, of all What's the best coast? What's your favorite summer fruit? (laughs) Of all of the things that you could ask Malia Obama (laughs) as she's getting into a car, the second question you're going to ask is, what's your favorite summer fruit? Oh, my God. Yeah, which is the best coast, Malia? What's your favorite summer fruit? He's so serious. You got a favorite summer fruit? Just favorite well, fruit, favorite summer fruit. Well, now we're going to ask you the same thing. Text 10939. What is your favorite summer fruit? Do you have one, <laughs> Hannah? Do you, do you would you know watermelon. your favorite? Of course, it's watermelon, or you know, as Harry Styles might say, it's like strawberries. Waking you up, come on, hey. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. It's just fun. 939 Virgin Radio. Watermelon sugar. What's your favorite summer fruit? What's your favorite summer fruit? What's the best coast and what's your favorite summer fruit? We're wait, doing the wait, let me just... intense New Zealand line of questioning today. One more time. Yeah. The New Zealand guy questioning Malia Obama. <laughs> For some reason, this was the second question he asked. What's your favorite summer fruit? You got a favorite summer fruit? <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny. The accent definitely has something to do with it, but also why are you yelling that at at the Obama daughters? I don't understand. He's like, she's getting into the car. He's like, you can't leave without telling me your favorite summer fruit. Your favorite summer fruit is. I mean, with the weather that we have right now in Windsor, maybe you have been busted out the summer fruit. You said watermelon. I think that's going to be like the number one. But, you know, strawberries as well. People texting about this, 1093.9. Yeah, Mike Pilon says favorite summer fruit is sangria. Yeah, baby. hell yeah. Yeah. And then Jeremy says, is lime a summer fruit? If okay. so, they are my favorite. They belong in beer gorillas. That's right. You All know? of our summer fruits Corona are alcohol lime. related. Really? Do we have, I think we got someone on the phone, 519-792-6040. You say there's a, a summer fruit that makes you feel real good. What do you do? I eat an entire pineapple. Hey. So I like antioxidants and pineapple help you wake up and feel better. Yeah, That's right. Take it, core it, chunk it up, and eat it all day long. Chunk it, eat it all day long. These are the best summer fruits. Thank you. Hannah and Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. An amazing discovery has been made, but first uh, someone else wants to mention a summer fruit here. Hannah, is that right? Yeah. 
Emily texted in about the, what's your favorite summer fruit? Yes. She says, I think he wanted her to say kiwi from yes. New Zealand. Right. But Kiwi-ki. um, I see. Maybe that was his plan the whole time, and that's why he was so desperate. Maybe. Okay. He's like, I'm also, what's your favorite summer fruit? Just- well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just sounded like rap god Eminem. Seriously, you did. Um, But, you know, from, from New Zealand now to the lost city of Atlantis. Did you see this? There's a video that was coming out where it looks like they have found some sort of road beneath the sea. No way. Uh, and this is actually really, really cool. So here's the audio of when they first find this. I think it's like a they have this Nautilus explorer thing where it's, you know, they got one of those little deep sea sub guys where they go and, and check out the ocean. Oh, yeah, floor. one of those guys. Right. So this is what it sounded like when they discovered what looked like a road underneath the Pacific Ocean. That's cool. But oh, I am interested wow, in this What is I that? I feel like I'm but looking at like the yellow brick road. This is the yellow brick road. So here's the thing: things that are under the sea need to stay under the sea. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't. want to know. Don't. <laughs> you don't want to know where this undersea road leads. I don't want to know uh-huh. anything in space or under sea level where it gets really dark. Keep it right. I mean, I think you're. I think in 2022, we shouldn't be tempting fate. We shouldn't look at that and be like, hmm, maybe like this is what's going to unleash Cthulhu. They're going to follow this road and it is going to release monsters from the deep from a different dimension. Yeah, who will then take over the world. The um, Kraken. But it's, yeah, it's actually a little less uh, mysterious than that. They said what looks like the road to Atlantis is probably actually an example of ancient active volcanic geology. So oh. it's just a rock formation they think caused by volcanic activity. So it's not even a road. I thought maybe it would be a road from a city that was potentially, you know, flooded, uh-huh. but not Atlantis. Well. Because I'm sure that happens all the time, right? Yeah. I mean, it's I don't gonna, know. I've, it's going to be this all over again in the future once, like, climate change really gets its hooks in us, and they'll be like, look, we found remnants of the lost city of Atlanta. <laughs> It's going to be like a Taco Bell underwater. They'll be like, what is this ancient relic? There used to be something called Florida where there is now Disney Island. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it won't be too long. But, yeah, uh, Disney's not sinking. No. They've got their ways. <laughs> it's going to be Waterworld at Disney edition. Yeah. Good morning. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Every morning, 93.9 Virgin Radio. The Michelin star system is coming to Canada. Wow-wee. Wow-wee. Woo. Can you believe it's been so long? No, I can't, actually. Toronto is going to implement the Michelin star guide, and they're going to start handing out one to three Michelin stars to the restaurants that they deem worthy, to the ones that make the cut. Uh, so none of them have been announced yet that are no, Michelin worthy? No, they're in the process of researching. And there's actually like a really in-depth research process that goes into it. Huh. So every year, they award the Michelin stars to restaurants that exhibit culinary excellence. So there are inspectors, and they've already begun visiting various different restaurants in Toronto. They're going to continue their work in the next few months in secret. So they make nameless reservations to maintain anonymity. Nice. I don't know if I did that right. And they also paid in full for meals in order to be treated like any other customer. They're not asking for free stuff. They're trying to be incognito. And they go to each restaurant multiple times, too. So it's Mm. about consistency. Right. There's five universal criteria. Quality of the products. Mastery of the flavors. Mastery of cooking techniques. Personality of the chef in the cuisine. Really? That's part of it. The personality of the chef needs to be into the food and then consistency between visits. So have you ever been to a Michelin star restaurant before? No, I haven't. But I've always wondered what gives these like tire makers the right. 
It what, is. What it's gives them the right to judge restaurants? The same company. If you look up Michelin stars, you see the Michelin man, it's and you're so like, weird. it's so counterintuitive. Because yeah, you hear like Michelin star, and you think it's so fancy, but it is just the, the same company as the Michelin tire dude. They do two things, uh-huh. tires <laughs> and fine dining. Interesting Who niche. Thought? Interesting. I heard that it is, though, because it, it's in their best interest, right? They're like, if we tell people about these fancy restaurants to go visit all over, yeah. they're going to drive more. They're going to wear out their tires. I mean. And they're going to buy more Michelin tires. That is kind of like a cycle that I didn't is, really realize right? exists. Illuminati confirmed. Yeah, these for guys are sure. On top of it. And um, I actually one time used the bathroom in a Michelin star <laughs> restaurant. So we didn't eat anything, <laughs> but we were on a bike tour and we stopped at this old abbey, like a nun abbey yeah, yeah. to eat lunch on the grass. And then we bought iced teas just so we could go in and use their bathroom because we were like gone all day. Right. We were in our biking clothes. <laughs> Everybody gave us the biggest stink eye oh in the world. And the iced teas were probably still like five euros each. Oh, sure. Sorry. Where was this again? It was in the Netherlands. Okay. Wow. That's going to be your new thing. Like, instead of Cheap Wine Wednesday, you should go around and do reviews of all the Michelin star bathrooms. Bathrooms. Use the bathroom in every Michelin star restaurant in the world. And you have to be in a biking outfit just to make it interesting. Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Our uh, Michelin conversation has clearly struck a chord with people, Hannah. So the the Michelin stars are coming to Canada. That was your whole thing. Yeah, they're going to start Michelin starring restaurants in Toronto. They're doing their research right now. And we dove into the fact that if you didn't know, it is the same Michelin as Michelin Tire, the Michelin Man, which is it blew my mind the first time Mm -hmm. I learned about it. But Mm -hmm. we got Paul on the phone, 519-792-6040. You kind of have a Michelin Man in your life? My son is four months old. Okay. No. And he weighs 20 pounds. Okay. And if you set him next to the Michelin man, he is identical. <laughs> he has more rolls than a Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, that's so good. I've counted him. He's got seven down each arm. Seven rolls per arm. That's good. I'm trying to get discounts from the tire place when they're not giving us to me. <laughs> you guys start asking, like, if you bring him into the Michelin star restaurants, will they just set you up for free? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Very least, they'll probably, uh, probably get some comments about Damn, it. Damn, boy. Damn, boy, he's thick. Boy, that's a thick-ass ball. For more Hannah and Johnny, check out 93.9 Virgin Radio. Weekday morning, 6 to 10.